Yes, it's the 25th of December, 2023. A very Merry Christmas from me to you, you and you. Hello and welcome to Africa Link on this special day to be merry. I am your host, Josie Mahachi. And Josie is with me, Jenninge. Merry Christmas from me to you and remember to keep it safe. Join us on our Facebook page, DW Africa, and share your thoughts on the stories we are looking at today. Now, coming up on the show, we find out how migrants are planning to celebrate this 2023 Christmas. I've been away from my family for the whole year, that is 12 months. I only communicate with them uh, via WhatsApp or through videos. So I'm very excited to be home physically and see everyone. And for Nigerians, how will their first Christmas under President Tinubu's government be? Clothes are very expensive. Children clothes, adult clothes, shoes and all that. Imagine a bag of rice being sold for 60000 who is going to be able to get that? Imagine buying uh, a full chicken for 14000 So I cannot afford that this Christmas. Stay tuned for the details after this short break. Mary's born child, Jesus Christ, was born on Christmas Day. Thanks a lot for sticking with us on the program. My name is Jen Nyinge. And mine is Josie Mahachi. Remember to comment on the stories we are covering on our Facebook page, DW Africa. We also appreciate everyone who's tuned in through all our partner stations across the continent. You can also catch the show on Spotify. We can never forget people who are living in other countries for one reason or the other this Christmas. It's a hive of activity at the migrants' bus terminals in Johannesburg and other major towns in South Africa. Migrants from Zimbabwe, Mozambique, Malawi, Zambia and other African countries are going home for Christmas. Absolutely, Josie. And most of them have not set their eyes on family and friends back home for a full year and are all looking forward to Christmas as the day of reunion. As our correspondent Tuzo Kumalo visited some of these migrants' bus terminals in Johannesburg and reports, 
Their luggage bags are full of Christmas goodies and new clothes they've bought for their loved ones back home, making their return a mandatory trip they cannot avoid, no matter the cost. The Christmas bells are ringing and Adam Shirua is at Malawi bus terminus along Keck Street in Johannesburg with four large bags. He is amongst hundreds of his country folks catching the last buses to Malawi's capital Lilongwe to be home in time for Christmas on Monday. Going home to see my family and my people. Thank you, South Africa, for saving me for this period. At Powerhouse, Zimbabwe's popular bus rank in Brownfontein, Johannesburg, Mavis Stolle, a migrant worker in Johannesburg, is already on the bus to Zimbabwe's second capital city of Blawayo. She will then catch a connecting bus to her rural home in Berengwa, where the entire family is waiting for her to bring Christmas clothes and food. I've been away from my family for the whole year, that is 12 months. I only communicate with them uh, via WhatsApp or through videos. So I'm very excited to be home physically and see everyone. Another Zimbabwean migrant, Tafazo Magwenzi, is at the park station bus terminus in Johannesburg but only to send a small parcel for his mother back home. I don't have money to go home. I'll see them next day by court disgrace. I'll go next day. Now I'm still looking for money. Still recovering from COVID. For those going further north of Africa, buses are not an option, so they have to fly. It's a return trip that will cost Nigerian migrant Benjamin Akinyemi about 800 euros in air tickets but he is not deterred. Yeah, I'm so much happy to go to my country to celebrate this Xmas with my family and friends, and also to go and see my loved ones that I've not seen for a couple of months and years back. For most of these migrants, the journey back to South Africa in January will be a tough and painful one, especially for many who have no legal papers to work in that country. But for now, as Christmas celebrations beckons them back home, that's a worry reserved for another day. That was our correspondent reporting from Johannesburg to So Kumalo. We now head to Nigeria where Nigerians are celebrating their first Christmas under President Bola Tinubu's government. Christmas is the most special day for many Nigerians. The day is usually marked with a lot of food, drinks and merriment. But it costs money to have a fantastic Christmas. Absolutely, Jane. However, many goods and services have reached an all-time high following some economic measures President Tinubu put after coming to power earlier this year. Our correspondent Sam Olukoya in Lagos has been finding out how Nigerians will celebrate their first Christmas under the Tinubu government in the face of the rising costs of living. It is common during the Christmas period for businesses to promote the sales of their products by playing loud music by the roadside. People usually shop for things like food, drinks and clothes so they can have a happy Christmas. But many like Joseph Blabo, 
say it is not going to be a happy Christmas this year for them, with a chicken costing 60,000 naira, which is about $70. Clothes are very expensive. Children clothes, adult clothes, shoes and all that. Imagine a bag of rice being sold for 60000 That uh, my first Christmas under Tinubu's government will be difficult, not business as usual. Various destinations are announced over a megaphone at a bus station in Lagos. During Christmas, large cities like Lagos are almost empty as people travel to their villages to share the joy of the period with their families back home. Many like Alice Ayong, a petty trader, say for the first time they will not be able to travel home for Christmas. My first Christmas under Tunumbu's government will be the worst Christmas I have ever experienced because every Christmas I travel to visit my parents, my younger ones, that I've, I've missed them for years, so it's Christmas. All of us normally come together and rejoice. But this Christmas, I won't be able to travel because the transportation is so high. Like from here to my village, now it's 35 to 40,000 naira. So that means go come will be like I will spend not less than 80 to 90,000 naira. The 90,000 naira is about $100. For many, like Alice, the transport fare to and from their villages has risen to the equivalent of their income for two months. This makes it unaffordable to travel for Christmas. Samuel Okoya there reporting from Nigeria. Jane, you know, ever since I was a little kid, I've always remembered Christmas being my favorite holiday. I would look forward to getting new clothes. And back then in Zimbabwe, eating rice and chicken was then the special meal on Christmas. How mm. was it for you in Kenya? What is your most memorable Christmas? Uh, Josie, I'll start by saying what you've mentioned there about having new clothes uh, and also eating chicken. It was the same with my family. We all looked forward to that. And mm -hmm. I would say for me... My memorable Christmas was in 2020 because uh, that is the time we didn't have a lot of fun. Everywhere was locked down. So, I mean, we were not able to go out there as mm -hmm. family and enjoy. Mm -hmm. So we were just in the house and it's like everybody was called out there was called. People were called. There was this virus that people could not understand where it came from. Mm -hmm. So I'll never forget. And you never knew if you had the next day or who, what you were going to hear the next day, who's alive, who's sick, who's in exactly. hospital. I really remember that Christmas. Yeah, exactly, mm -hmm. Josie. And um, uh, what about your side? So mine was um, in 2018. That was the year I left my country for okay. very um, difficult reasons. I had to be in, in Germany and I spent Christmas under very difficult circumstances. I'll never forget that Christmas, my first Christmas mm -hmm. in Germany was in 2018. Mm -hmm. That will always be the most memorable Christmas I've ever had. And I'm sure, Josie, even with the weather, I don't know if it was the first time for you to be in Europe, it was uh, what the was the expectation of uh, the weather? Did you see it like, oh my goodness, what's this now? So I came in December, um, October, Winter. I was in, in the UK. I think the weather was still okay. Yeah, the weather was terrible for me. Um, I mean, I've lived in the US, so it's, it's also cold. Okay. But then 
Uh, the weather wasn't my issue, but just the circumstances. Like, okay. I, I, it's something just that your obviously, or something. yeah, that was more important than any other than thing. any other thing. Yeah. Okay, all right. Anyway, we also asked some of our colleagues to share their most memorable ones. Here you go. My name is Sumtalatus and I am head of English for Africa department and. Um, my most memorable Christmas is the Christmas 2021 because it was the very first time after the pandemic, the time that we met the whole family again. And it was just incredible to see exactly how worthy the family is and, and how important is the time that we spent together as a family. My name is Crispin Mwakideo. I'm a senior editor at the English for Africa desk here in Bonn, Germany. My most memorable Christmas is interestingly one when I was probably, I don't know, seven years or eight years old. And uh, it's interesting because when we were young, or rather when I was young, we used to attend a church in Kenya, in Mombasa, where I grew up. And, and this church used to give kids Christmas gifts during um, their Sunday service uh, on the 25th or at least any Sunday that falls around Christmas time and we always looked forward to going to that church particularly for the gifts and um, I remember very well on one of those Christmases that I went and I got a, a very nice gift which was some of course candies were there and one toy or two toys and I remember clearly that gift on that particular Christmas was a rubber spider, a spider which could, you know, like made of rubber and it looked very real. So kind of like scary at the same time, but also, you know, a nice toy for a kid. So we, I was really excited about it. But then unfortunately, when I left the church and I was heading towards home, for some reason, someone stole it or I lost it. I don't know what happened. And um, I really felt really, really bad. Of course, there are many others, but that's one really that stands out for me. I am Eddie Micah Jr., a journalist with DW. Hmm, my most memorable Christmas Definitely have had a lot of memorable Christmases, uh, but there's, there's one particular one when I lived in Europe for a while and I hadn't met my family back in Ghana. It had been a few years uh, since I last saw them. And so going back after living in Europe, what, three years or so, and going back to have Christmas with them definitely sticks to my memory you know i had to now bring all of them together because they live in different parts of the country so brought them all together took them out had some good meal talked about all that we missed out over the years and that was indeed something that will never leave my mind my name is buba jalo i am the manager of video content at dw africa one of my most memorable christmas at this department is actually this year 2023 i don't think i would forget this even though i did not participate in person but it's the first time where we actually had what the germans call wichtel we got gifts for one another we wished each other i was at home i got a video message from the team it was so lovely it was so nice you know to have colleagues that you normally spend time with all day and actually come together 
in a special moment like this and celebrate each other. I don't think I'm going to forget that moment anytime soon. My name is Isaac Mugabe and I'm an editor at Africa Link. I also do commentary for the Bundesliga during the weekends, which gives me so much happiness anyway. My memorable Christmas wasn't once or twice, but it was during that stage when I was growing up as a young boy. I always fancied priests and that's why I always loved going to church. So on the 24th of December, I made it a point to go for that evening mass. On the 25th December, that is Christmas Day, it was a must for me to go for the mass. And then after, at home, we had lunch with lots of foods and drinks and a lot of merrymaking. Then the icing of the cake, of course, was watching cinema in the afternoon, eating lots of ice cream. Boxing Day, also 26th, was a day to reminisce the good moments that happened the previous day, hoping for another Christmas Day in a year's time. It was always fun. Hello, my name is Okeri Ngushinado. I am a host on Africa Link and Flipside, and also the producer of Healthy Me No Cap on DW Africa. My most memorable Christmas would definitely be in 2018. That was the first time I traveled to Europe and spent Christmas with my aunt um, and her family. I went to Belgium and coming from Namibia, the weather was completely different. It was cold, um, whereas in Namibia, the weather is really nice and warm and we get to have a barbecue or like how we call it a braai but here we spent in belgium we spent time indoors with my aunt with my cousins and also neighbors came by and we ate and we spent time laughing and just trying to um, make the most of it and i think that was the most beautiful thing and now living in europe for the past years i definitely think that Christmas helped me not feel so lonely, not feel so far um, distant from Namibia and always remember that you can always spend Christmas with the family you create where you are and just make your own memories. So you've heard it from some of our colleagues, different versions there. Some enjoyed having (laughs) gifts when they were young, um, the food and if you also can tell us in the comment section what your most memorable Christmas has been. We are waiting to see what that memorable year Christmas was. And if you've just joined us, this is Africa Link. And we are coming to you from our studios here in Bonn, Germany. And it's a special edition of Christmas. I hope wherever you are, you are having a good time. And on our Facebook page, DW Africa, some of you have dropped their comments there. My name is Josie Mahachi, and I'm excited to be your host on this very special day, which is Christmas Day. Now, some comments on Facebook, Jane, I see mm-hmm. uh, Prince Udeni says, In Liberia, the most memorable one is many years back when mom took us for Christian's Christmas camp for prayers. Mm, that must be a, been a good Christmas day. Thanks so much for that comment. Still to come on the program, how is Christmas celebrated in a country where the majority of the population is Muslim, like the Gambia? Gambia is a close-knit society. People, you know, interact and celebrate various feasts, be it Christian, be it Muslim. You know, it should be passed on to younger generations because aside from bringing unity between these two religions, it also helps to you know, encourage intermarriage between Christians and Muslims. Before we get into that story, let's find out what's happening in Uganda. 
The harsh economic times and advancements in communication technology have led to a shift in traditional Christmas celebrations focusing on smaller budgets and virtual family gatherings. Traditional meals, shopping and village visits are becoming less common. Some Ugandans are growing meat like beans as an alternative. While some prefer video calls and zooming in to save on expenses, some argue that technology has made the holiday lose its meaning. DW's Frank Higa with more from Uganda. The pressure of traveling to the village for a successful Christmas celebration has mounted on Betty Arach, a businesswoman and mother from a polygamous family. The high cost of living and hiked prices of commodities this festive season have affected her shopping spree. She tells me that even when the going gets tough, she has to get going. We've cut the shopping list. Issues of Christmas tree is completely out in our budget. We invested, actually, <laughs> in the sauce. That is, we have chicken, we have goats, and then we have the cows. So we need to buy food like posho, rice, millet flour. We have, I will do it the traditional way we've been doing it. But for Sugar Nathan, the advancement of information technology like the usage of social media platforms is an alternative to the biting economic situation in this festive season. He says people like Betty need to adapt to technological transformations to save on costs. Life has become so expensive, the value of money has gone down, jobs are scarce, everything seems to be money. Even in the villages, people need, at least you need a 10k on you to be in position to survive for a week in the village. Yet there's a shortcut over doing a video call, sending them the, the Christmas trees in emoji form, sending them cards in a digital format and things of that nature. Sarah Mawedidi, a mother of four, is bothered by the shortcut of having a virtual Christmas celebration with loved ones in the village. She tells me, unfortunately, things will never be the same again. Imagine the technology sending a parent a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year using WhatsApp and the person puts there even a bowl of meat. What does that mean? We used to enjoy so, so much with your relatives. But with the changes now, together with the economy, so many people cannot go to the village to bond with their relatives. Martin Sempa, a local farmer and pastor of Makere Community Church, has urged people to learn to live within their economic limits and not be overstretched by the festive season because life will still go on. During Christmas, we need to reduce our expectations and work with what we have. By the way, I planted beans. They taste like meat. (laughs) So, listen, if what you have is what you have, enjoy it with love. The most important thing is our faith in God and our family. Let's now get to the Gambia. And we all know the majority of the population there is Muslim. One would wonder, do they too celebrate Christmas? And the answer is definitely yes. That is a good answer, Jane. Christmas is a unique and inclusive event that reflects the country's diverse religious landscape. 
While the majority of the population practices Islam, as Jane said, the spirit of tolerance and coexistence allows for the recognition and observance of Christmas by both Christians and non-Christians alike. Sankule Janko, our correspondent, has more in this report from Banjul. During the festive season, the streets of Gambia come alive with vibrant decorations. Christians in the country, though a minority, celebrate Christmas with religious services. Gambia, known for its cultural diversity, showcases a beautiful blend of traditions during Christmas. While Islam is the dominant religion, the Christmas spirit is alive and well. It's fascinating to see how different faiths embrace the holiday season. How do Gambians celebrate Christmas? I spoke to Reverend Father Soya Mboke, a Christian leader. We have all what we call um, religious tolerance in the Gambia, and uh, it is evident in the celebration. The fact is we are all living in harmony. Likewise, when it comes to the Muslim feast, we all celebrate. So that is uh, one beautiful thing about the Gambia. And it, it's important because it depicts the level of peace and coexistence that's within our country. What sets Gambia apart is the communal spirit that transcends religious boundaries. Muslims join in the festivities, sharing the joy of Christmas with their Christian neighbors. Greetings and good wishes are exchanged fostering a sense of unity and solidarity among the diverse religious communities. Some Gambians explain the importance of religious tolerance. People anticipate and celebrate Christmas like the same way we celebrate and anticipate for Korite and Tobaski. That's what the Christians do and it's the same when Christmas actually comes in, that's the same thing that Muslims actually do. So there is this um, tolerance in terms of um, ethnicity, in terms of religion. Gambia is a close-knit society where people you know, interact and celebrate various feasts, be it Christian, be it Muslim. You know, it should be passed on to younger generations. Because aside from bringing unity between these two religions, it also helped to you know, encourage intermarriage between Christians and Muslims. The festive period also helps businessmen and women to boost their businesses. That was Sankule Janko bringing us that amazing report from Banjo. Now, Christmas for many of us is a holiday season that also allows us to reflect on how the year was. On this day meant to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, we also enjoy having those special delicacies. Our Girls of Mute teen reporter Aletha Banda, who is 17, spoke with her peers and wanted to know what they're up to this festive season. So what are your plans for this Christmas, Gloria? Honestly, I don't think I have any plans for Christmas apart from spending time with my family. Maybe do some fun things together and all spend some time with my friends, you know. Yeah, that's pretty much it, honestly. Alright, what about you, Modesta? What are your plans? I'm also planning to spend it with my family and friends. We all spend our Christmas with family and all that. Like, usually do that. Don't you think it's too traditional? Would you like to do something different? And what would you want it to be? I think it is very traditional because we usually spend Christmas with family. We don't get the time to like going to the beach with friends. We're usually indoors with Chris, with family for Christmas. What about you? Well, I feel like it's the same thing that Modesto said, honestly. 
it's too traditional because we want to spend more time with our friends. We want to go out more Ooh, this Christmas. Christmas is a season of love. We show love to each other, right? Which also involves gift giving. So do you receive or give each other gifts at home during Christmas, Modesta? Well, we used to, but not anymore. Like, when it's close to Christmas, my dad would get us dresses for Christmas, whatever. But now, I think it's just normal. We just spend it in normal way. We don't receive gifts and whatever. We just eat good food. There you have it. Even if Christmas is family time, it will still be different from generation to generation. My Gen Z tribe understands these holidays differently. We wish to have a little more freedom to do things completely our way. But it is what it is. So until next time, from my tribe and I, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I'm Alertha Banda for Girls of Mute in Malawi. Bye! Thanks, Aletha, and your friends for the Christmas wishes and those lovely kisses. That was uh, Girls of Mute team reporter Aletha Banda, who is 17, speaking to her peers, Gloria Nkatha, Modern Mayuni, and Tandiwe Mumba. For those who don't know what Girls of Mute is, it's a platform that Dotevele has given to teenagers across the continent to share their stories. Now it's time for Jane and I to also go and enjoy the food, <laughs> the rice and chicken, the fantas and whatever you guys have been enjoying. Unfortunately, we have to love and leave you, but not forever. We will be back again, same time, same place, tomorrow. My name is Josie Mahachi. Merry Christmas. And I'm Jen Nyinge. Also have a fabulous Christmas.